Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining me for the fifth part of my Everyday Happiness series. And while this is part five, it's actually kind of part two of the sub-series on the body. Sub-series, is that a thing? I don't know, but it sounds good to me, so I'm going to use it. Anyhow, here we are, already on part five of this series, and that's kind of crazy. Time is like so flying by. Now, the article for today that I will be reading from out of the Everyday Happiness magazine is called 13 Ways to Get Energized Naturally. Now, who on the face of the earth wouldn't want to know this, right? So unless you're someone who is just a big bundle of energy all the time, I guess maybe then you wouldn't need to know that. But hey, that's not me. And it's really not anyone I really know. So I'm not saying people like that don't exist. They most certainly do. But I feel like uh, the majority of us could definitely use some energy and some natural energy um, specifically. If only we could bottle up some of that energy from those people who are like that and sell it, right? Like we'd be totally rich. And I'm sure some of you are probably saying that there are things in bottles that you can get that will give you energy. But I am not talking about that stuff. I am not talking about supplements or medications or illegal substances. I'm looking for that totally pure natural stuff for energy and uh, people who have that high energy levels without the use of those things. I really envy. Now, I do a lot every day, but I am not doing all of those things with this big boatload of energy. I'm doing it and most of the times I struggle. So like the struggle is definitely real, but I can definitely push through it. Like, wouldn't it be lovely if it wasn't a struggle or a chore and you just did a thousand things in a day because you had so much natural energy to burn? Oh, I can totally dream. But for me, um, yeah, for me, that would be awesome because I do love accomplishing things. And when I have super accomplished days, it gives me like a really good feeling at the end of the day, whether that be personal stuff or work related stuff. I just definitely need to have that sense of accomplishment. Oh, and to follow up on my previous episode with the various details cleanses you could do. I have been cutting out sugar as that was something I had been wanting to do since like my very first full topic episode on New Year's resolutions. And yet here we are almost at the end of the year and I finally did it. I'm just about to do new New Year's resolutions new New Year's resolutions. Yes, I said that right. And here I am finally cutting out the sugar. And again, I didn't cut it out completely, but I did significantly reduce my sugar intake. And uh, you know, I think they're right. I think reducing sugar definitely works for sure. Anyhow, I hope you tried maybe one of those cleanses as well or applied even just a part of it because yeah, you never know, right? It might work. You don't know till you try it. Okay, back to this episode and the ways to energize naturally. And again, I feel like I'm sounding like a broken record here. In all of those other episodes, I have tried to just kind of read the articles to you. So I don't throw in my two cents too often in order to make sure that I am, you know, not trying to influence anything from this magazine. But for this episode, I'm not sure that I can do that. So you might be getting my thoughts on pretty much each and every one of these tips on ways to help you find your groove and stay there if you're feeling kind of tired and dragging yourself around, especially on Mondays when you have like zero motivation and just want to take the day off. Um, This magazine has many other articles in it. Again, it's not just what I'm bringing to these podcast episodes. So again, feel free to check it out. The details will be listed in the show notes for you. Let's get right into the 13 ways you can energize yourself naturally. One of the first little blurbs it has on the page here is uh, a little thrive tip. And it says staying present keeps your energy focused. So it's not wasted on what's already happened in the past or might occur in the future. I know that in a lot of the stuff that I've been reading, that is something that is brought up numerous 
numerous times over and over again. So definitely not wasting any of that energy on stuff that's already happened and that you, there's nothing you can do about, right? Okay, so energy. It's a precious resource. Everybody wants more of it. Few people seem to boast about having energy to spare. In fact, lack of energy and fatigue are among the most common complaints doctors hear from patients. But cultivating more energy is mostly dependent on you, your lifestyle habits, including diet, exercise, sleep, and stress. Oh, those again. Dial them in, and while you may not bound out of bed, you'll have steady energy from the time you rise until you crawl back under your covers at night. Number one, don't hit snooze. We get it. Monday morning comes way too fast most weeks, but hitting the snooze button can actually disrupt your sleep patterns, making you feel even worse when you finally toss off the covers. A gentle alarm that slowly lightens the room, like the sun rising, especially in winter when it's darker in the morning, might help you naturally wake from your restorative sleep and render that snooze button obsolete. Okay, I'm jumping in here already because I have to say that I have one of those alarm clocks. It actually like kind of mimics the sunrise and I think it starts about a half an hour before my alarm is set to go off. I've already done that and I do find that it helps. So I totally would recommend it. Okay, so back to it. Check out the Hatch Restore Smart Sleep Assistant Alarm Clock, $130 at hatch.co slash restore. Okay, I'm jumping in again because I just want to say I think I paid $40 for the one that I have from the source. So there's other options out there. Don't have to get that one. But this is one that they uh, have recommended in the magazine. All right. So it comes with onboard meditations and soundscapes to lull you to sleep and will wake you gently in the AM. Yes, mine does not have that. However, if you don't need that, then I would um, yeah, suggest checking out some other options. Okay, so number two is go for a walk in the morning. Those of you with dogs know the benefit of that first morning walk, even if it's just 10 minutes. You may start out foggy and grumpy, but by the time you get home, you're no longer considering going back to bed. I think I have to agree with that one because I do not walk the dog in the mornings too often. I tend to go uh, at lunch if I'm working from home that day or in the evenings, but the times that I have gone in the mornings, I definitely agree with that. You're not crawling back into bed after you come in from outside, especially when it's like winter time and it's cold. Okay, so tip number three is take a deep breath. Invigorating breath work will light up your nervous system in a good way. Try this, sit upright and breathe in and out through your nose and with your mouth closed. Take two or three counts to inhale and the same to exhale. Now gently close down the back of your throat so the breath scrapes the throat as if you were saying ah with your mouth closed. Continue for 10 breaths. At the end, you can finish with breath of fire. After your last inhale, use the contraction of your abs to expel the breath and let the air naturally flow back in. Do this slowly at first until you get the hang of it. Mouth still closed. Work up to quick exhalations and repeat 20 times. Okay, I'm not exactly sure I followed that 100%. I have never heard of uh, Breath of Fire either. So, hey, he might have to rewind or go back, however you do that <laughs> in the podcast world, and uh, listen to those instructions numerous times to get that. I'm not going to continually repeat it. Anyhow, that's number three, taking a deep breath. Okay, so number four, enjoy a high protein breakfast. Instead of toast, packaged oatmeal, or a bagel, make protein and some healthy fat the star of breakfast to prevent blood sugar 
spikes and crashes. Eggs with avocado or some Greek yogurt with berries are good options. Quote, when my clients are having energy ups and downs, I have them keep a food journal, unquote, says holistic nutritionist Sarah Peternell, owner of Family Nutrition Services in the Denver area. Quote, then we can see when their energy is dipping and what they've eaten that may be contributing, likely sugary foods or alcohol and caffeine, unquote. Number five, opt for tea over coffee. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I gotta stop right there. I don't know that that could be done. How... (laughs) I can't opt for tea over coffee. I'm a coffee drinker in the morning. And well, tea I do like and I do drink tea. But when I really like tea is when I'm kind of under the weather. I don't know. It seems to be like a little bit more comforting to me than coffee is um, when I'm not feeling well. You know, some tea with some honey in it, that sort of thing. Anyhow, for those of you that can give up the coffee for the tea, I shall continue. So it says, while coffee's known for giving you that buzz, it's more heavy handed. Tea contains L-theanine, a calming compound that helps you feel energized and focused, not jittery. So if that is the case, then maybe I should consider replacing my coffee with tea. Okay, number six, supplement right. Your doctor can tell you via blood work if you're lacking any nutrients. Running low on iron, vitamin D, or some of the B vitamins can be especially draining, but they're easy to supplement. Not low, no need to supplement. Eating a diet high in veggies, fruits, and whole grains can help ensure you're getting enough nutrients. So I found out a few years ago my blood was low in B12. So I started B12 pills and it made a huge difference in my energy level. So that's just my personal experience with it, but it definitely has helped me. Seven, fill your jug. Before you start working, fill up your water bottle and sip from it throughout the day. Dehydration can trigger fatigue. While there's no one-size-fits-all hydration guideline, thirst, fatigue, and a foggy head are signs you're already dehydrated. And remember, other non-alcoholic drinks count towards your hydration goals too. Now, I try and try to drink a ton of water throughout the day, but really, like for me, I find myself like running to the bathroom constantly to pee because I've drank so much water or like in the middle of the night. So I really find, if you're like me, I have to time when I'm drinking all of that water. So I definitely try to drink water earlier on. So, you know, maybe you can get all that out of your system before you go to bed and it's not waking you up in the middle of the night. Now, number eight, keep meals and snacks balanced. To ensure you have quick but lasting energy during the day, make sure each meal and snack has a combo of carbs, ideally high in fiber, protein, and healthy fat. That's common sense, I think. Number nine, add a midday meditation. Set a timer for five minutes and sit with both feet on the ground, hands in your lap, and your eyes closed. Focus on your breath going in and out without any effort. Anytime your mind wanders, bring it back to your breath without judgment. Meditation helps you be more aware of what your brain is doing and, with practice, enables you to take a step back from stressful situations so you don't get caught up in the weaves of it. That keeps your energy at a more stable level instead of being buffeted by all the daily stressors and the fight or flight nervous system. I've started meditating every once in a while and yeah, it definitely helps. I do struggle with trying to keep things out of my brain and trying to just stay focused on the breath, but I'm sure the more I do it, the better I'll get at it. So I definitely recommend meditation. Number 10, get in a strength workout. Research has shown that even 15 to 20 minutes of exercise can help boost energy. Adding weights to your routine helps increase metabolism since lean muscle 
muscle burns more calories per minute than fat does. That metabolism boost takes your energy levels with it. Plus, exercise helps you sleep better at night. Just make sure you don't do an intense bout within a few hours of bed since that could potentially keep you awake. And that is exactly what it does. And I, for me anyways. So I think I may have talked about that in a previous episode because yeah, I cannot work out in the evening or I will be up all night. It gives me that total like burst of energy. And that is a good tip. I should try adding strength workouts uh, into my exercise daily, but I'm mostly a walker. Whether that's walking the dog outside or when it's cold, just walking on my treadmill while I'm watching the news or watching a show. I find that's the easiest way for me to add exercise into my day. Number 11, time your dinner. The challenge in the evening is to eat enough so you won't wake up hungry in the middle of the night, making you tired the next day, but not so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with heartburn. Number 12, skip the cocktails. Generally, alcohol won't energize you and it can interfere with sleep, meaning you'll pay for it the next day with low energy levels. If you do have some, keep it to a single drink. Now number 13, have a consistent bedtime. The later you stay up, especially if it's outside your normal sleep window, the more disruptive it'll be for your sleep. Even if you get eight hours, if you notch them outside your normal rhythm, it's not as restorative. I could go on and on about that number 13, as you all know if you've listened to my past episodes. Having insomnia and difficulty sleeping is definitely one of my main issues and main problems, but I agree 100% about the having a consistent bedtime. So that's it. That was number 13. Now the magazine also says in this section that tweaking your diet is a top strategy for optimizing energy. So I figured I would read this little column here that says eat these for a boost. The first thing it's suggesting is eating beets because it's high in nitrates which get transformed into blood vessel opening nitric oxide. These ruby red root vegetables increase blood flow which brings more oxygen to all parts of the body. They're also a good source of fiber, folate, and iron. Well as a Ukrainian, I definitely do like eating beets. Another one is hummus. Made from iron-rich chickpeas, a half a cup has six milligrams. Hummus is also high in protein and fat, providing steady energy. It also suggests protein powder, since the amino acids in protein can help you build muscle, and it also can help with weight control, it says here. And quinoa, a whole grain that's high in fullness, promoting protein. Quinoa gives you an ideal combo for sustainable energy. Its robust fiber content, 5 grams per serving, helps slow digestion so you don't get the spike drop that comes with some carb-rich foods. Another bonus, it's a complete protein. All right, so quick summary here for you. Number one was don't hit snooze. Number two was go for a walk in the morning. Number three was take a deep breath. Number four was enjoy a high-protein breakfast. Number five was opt for tea over coffee. Number six was supplement right. Number seven was fill your jug. Number eight was keep meals and snacks balanced. Number nine was add a midday meditation. Number 10 was get in a strength workout. 11, time your dinner. 12, skip the cocktails. And 13, have a consistent bedtime. Okay, so that's a wrap for another episode on everyday happiness. Thank you again for listening. And I hope maybe at least one of those 13 pointers in the article might help you find some energy with winter settling in and getting up when it's dark and going to work when it's dark and driving home when it's dark. And (laughs) that whole lack of sunshine is a total hindrance. Even if one of these things helps your energy level a little bit, then I think that's great. And remember, this is not a podcast to provide you with any medical advice. And please always check with your doctor or medical professional before making any significant changes in your diet or exercise, etc, etc. Now for your reminders. So hey, download this episode, please and share it. And why not follow me on Instagram at and that's my two cents. 
So until next time, uh, take care and set a reminder or set your device to notify you on upcoming episodes because the next episode of this series will be on creating your health network. So don't miss it. Bye.